It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Wild Man of Late Night Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Can't feel like As some songwriters, J.S. Ondara, right, in Lebanon, I'd never heard of the guy. I played it to Kath, she laughed at it. She thought it was silly. No, I didn't. No, you did But I, because I've, I've got this internet radio, digital radio, CD combination by my bed, but it, it don't work very well. To, to connect it to the Wi-Fi, you have to unplug it and then plug it in, otherwise it doesn't, if you just turn it on, it doesn't find the Wi-Fi. So you've got to unplug it, then plug it in, then it finds the Wi-Fi. What a relaxing thing to have by your bed. It's so annoying. And then quite often the signal will drop. I just went to digital, I went to internet radio. (laughs) Excuse me. I went to community radio. I went to USA. I went to California. And then I just stopped at a random radio station. And that was playing. And I thought, whoa. And I ordered the album there and then. It was just, am- I just thought it was amazing. Never heard of the fella before. Incredible stuff. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the talk uh, radio number. Give us a call now. Jesse. Hello, Ian and Kath. Hello, Jesse, my old friend. I yeah. filmed you doing a wee again. <laughs> Who thinks? This is disgusting. Think yes. When you next come to Scotland, would there be any chance of coming to Edinburgh? No. Oh. I hate the people of Edinburgh. They're scum. Cheeky. <laughs> they read books. Uh, yeah, possibly. Because uh, I know a good venue. Go on, t- tell me more. Tell me more. Historical venue. And they've just adapted it. Oh. And turned it into a quirky small venue. Oh, tell me, tell me a little bit more about this venue. It's called Oh, Dr. Bell's Bath. Oh, Dr. Belfast? No, Ode. Ode? Dr. Bells. Uh, oh, Dr. Bells. She said Bad. Ode. Yeah, as in, you know, the way Scottish people talk, Ode. Dr. Belfast? No, Dr. Bells. Flipping heck. Hang on, oh, don't say flipping. Please don't talk to me like that. Oh, Dr. Bell, the old Dr. Bell's bath. See, yes. you didn't even know what it was, and you're sticking up for her. The old Dr. Let's have a little look at this. The old Dr. Bell's bath. To celebrate the 10th anniversary and the 30 years since the beautiful South. And that's not what we're, um, old Dr. Bell's bath. Um, it's, uh, uh, yeah, I was thinking of going back to Glasgow, but maybe we go to Edinburgh next time. 
It's a really good venue. How many people does it hold, please? Pardon? Capacity... Capacity's 18 to 26. No. That's what it says. Well, that can't be right. So I went to an event and there was a hundred there. Okay. All right. It looks, um, oh, ooh, it goes to a posh toilets, isn't it? It's a big, quite a big, uh, it's, uh, it's a big, uh, quite oh, big, oh, but what call it? You know where it's... Mm. It's got pictures really of elephants right. in the lavvy. Yeah. It has, isn't it? I can see it. Uh, yeah, I can see it. All right. Well, I, maybe I was good because I was looking, thinking of going back to Glasgow, but maybe we go back to Edinburgh next time. It's really nice there. Yeah, and I'm severely disabled, and I'd love to meet you, oh. and I don't get out very much, and I can go there because my carriers can bring me. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Well, then we'll, we'll certainly bear it in mind. Where did we sell more tickets? Was it Edinburgh or Glasgow? Well, the mistake we made was doing one one night and yeah. one the next night, and of yeah. course we split the audience. Okay. Well, I don't know. Well, I don't know if we did maybe. We but... had some people that came to both. Okay, but which one did we sell more for? That was the original question. Then you went uh, off on quite an arrogant I've tangent. A, I've got a feeling it was Glasgow, and I've also got a feeling that the vibe was stronger in screw Glasgow. Screw Edinburgh. But now you can't, now you can't screw Jesse. Don't mean it like that. Less disrespectful. Um, screw, screw, screw you if you want, Jesse. Oh, no, please. Oh, stop it. Whoa! What a rabbit hole we're falling down. Well, Sorry, Jesse. It's a good vibe here in Edinburgh. L- love, I love, I'm joking, I love Edinburgh. It's, it's great. Also. Yes? This is a serious. Am I allowed to be serious? Of course you are, yes. Uh, as Kath knows, it uh, spoke to her when you're away. Yeah. Uh, about knife crime. Yeah. I think knives are made too easily Shall available. Oh, okay. I lost my wee girl. Oh, yeah. Murder. Nice. Oh, I'm sorry, Jesse. Oh, what a horrible thing. Sorry. No, don't, no, don't apologise. I just wanted to, like, do a little tribute in memory. She's called Chloe. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. When did you, when did you lose Chloe? It was 11 years ago, but I tell you, the pain just doesn't go away. It gets harder. Of course not. Especially when it's the way I lost Chloe. And uh, how old was Chloe when she uh, uh, was murdered? Three months. Blimey. Can I ask what so happened? It was fatal. It's all right. I sort of, you know, it was fatal domestic violence. I and my little and ended up getting the of the losing my life from it and yeah Gosh. so hard. Well, I'm really so I'm 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 speechless, Jesse. It doesn't happen very often, but um, I'm really you sorry for your loss. So lovely, do you know? Who's loveliest, me or Catherine? It's me, isn't it? Both of you. Well, if you had to pick one. Both of you the same. Can't, mm, okay. We're going to have to toss a coin for it, I think, Catherine. I think you'll find, uh, weekend, um, I think you'll find he's a bit of a knobhead. Yeah. I, I think the person who called someone a knobhead is the least um, lovely person out of the two of them. <laughs> Jesse, I'm really sorry for Thank your loss, you. and I really appreciate you sharing that with us. Thank you. Thank you for taking my call, both of you. Always okay. a pleasure, Jesse, and we will certainly look at Edinburgh, and we'll look at Glasgow. Thank you very much indeed. 0344. Four nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. So, Marnie Coppola, we're going to get on the show soon. She's got a new album coming out, The Protagonist. It's coming out next month, I think. It's, it's a cracker.
There's, um, I wonder if, I wonder if we can play a little bit of her new song. I can't remember if there's swears in it. Probably. Oh, I think it's a safe bet, isn't Imani, it? Imani, uh, what is it, what is it called? What's the new one? Uh, what's the, uh, what's Imani's new, let me go onto her Facebook, because her new album is, is an absolute uh, joy. It's not out yet. Um, I've not really spoken to her for, for a, a, a while, and I, I do, I do miss Imani, because she's, Absolutely bonkers, but just wonderful. My boys, my boys are head over heel in love with her. They, they talk about her a lot. Let me just try and find the new single. Um, bear with us, dear listener. This is what we like to do sometimes, is just go on... Um, uh, oh, here we go. I wonder if this will... Uh, let's, uh, this might have swears in it, so let's just, 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 just bear with me. Bear with me. She, she does quite often. This is a contrib contributing member of society. Here we go. I think I'm overdue for a proper nervous breakdown. Just lock me in the psych ward and let me work my shit out. I've lost so much time chasing tail and drinking wine. And now i got to do my taxes and get back on my grind. So long without it, I consider it a drug. Something I might take if I am in the right head phase. My heart goes skipping stone straight to the moon till I can't feel my I'll let you eat today if you can make your rent and get some exercise. I might just shake it from your funk. And if you write a song, I'll reward you for a job well done. I never took for granted all the time I've got on hand. But certain days I'm getting by on Amazon demand. Worst things I could be doing, worst man I could be She's good, isn't she? I love her so much. And there was, we, there was swears we got away with. She's, um, there was, so she's got this new album and it's coming out. And she's, as she was doing it, she would send me the songs. And there's one song she sent me and I went, God, it feels like you, it feels like, uh, it feels like you've written that song. It feels like I've written that song. And she goes, 
Yeah, loads. Basically, I'd had a conversation with her on the, the Staten Island ferry, and she'd taken loads of that conversation and put it in a song. It was the weirdest thing. It was. I was listening to it, thinking, "This is really familiar." And I said, "Why is this so familiar to me?" She goes, "Oh, because." A lot of it is stuff that you said to me about being depressed and stuff. And she'd written a song. I think she's so clever. So, so clever. It makes me, um, it doesn't make me sick because I know that she has her own issues and things and life for her is hard work, but she's brilliant. Anyway, so she'd recommended this book that has been, um, kind of doing rounds, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a, uh, an F, right? And I read my first Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young book when I went to Italy and we, we the Italy airport coming back, Rome airport, I was thinking, ah, I need to get a book. I bought a Beatles book out there and it wasn't very good. It was very, very anti-Paul, which I was disappointed in. And so all the books in the um, Rome book- bookshop in uh, the airport were uh, I- Italian, apart from this, the simple art of, the subtle art of not giving a... F- and so I thought, oh, I'll buy that because Imani reckoned that, recommended that. And she sent me an email ages ago saying you should get it. She said, I don't normally buy into these big self-help kind of books, but I bought it and read it reluctantly. It's brilliant. Man, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. It's, it's so hard... To explain what it is, I wonder if it says, um, um, here we go. Manson, the, the guy that wrote it, Mark Manson. Manson makes the argument that human beings are flawed and limited. As he writes, not everybody can be extraordinary. There are winners and losers in society, and some of it is not fair or your fault. Manson advises us to get to know our limitations and accept them. This, he says, is the real source of empowerment. Once we embrace our fears, faults, and uncertainties... Once we stop running from and avoiding and start confronting painful truths, we can begin to find the courage and confidence we seek. It's amazing. Um, in life, we have a limited amount of Fs to give, so you must choose your Fs wisely. Uh, it's incredible. And it's all about, so many of it, it starts off, I've only read the first couple of chapters. Some of you will have read it, dear listener, I'm sure. And it starts off about how so many of us are unhappy because we are, we're fat or because we we look wrong, or we, we you know, and it's because we're trying to meet an expectation that is unreal, okay? And if you accept the way you look, if you, if you don't give an F about the way you look, as long as your health isn't in question, then that's a huge reason for self-loathing and depression gone. It's gone. You've accepted... Every, you know, so many people are going to the gym and are trying to diet and are trying to do this to look differently and this to look differently. But if you accept that's how I look, that's a huge area of disappointment gone. Gone. Right. So it's kind of um, isolating the things you can do stuff about and the things that it's not worth worrying about. Yeah. Because you've got no control over it. Um, problems never stop. They are merely... Uh, Problems are a constant in life. Just open this at a random page. When you solve your health problem by buying a gym membership, you create new problems. Like having to get up early to get to the gym, sweating uh, like a meth head for 30 minutes on an elliptical, and then getting showered and changed for work so you don't stink up the whole office. When you solve your problem of not spending enough time with your partner by designating Wednesday night date night, you generate new problems, such as figuring out what to do every Wednesday that you both won't hate, making sure you have enough money for nice dinners, rediscovering the chemistry and spark you to feel you've lost, and unravelling the logistics of having sex in a small bathtub filled with too many bubbles. 
Problems never stop. They merely get exchanged and or upgraded. Happiness comes from solving problems. The key word here is solving. If you're avoiding your problems or feel like you don't have any problems, you're going to make yourself miserable. If you feel like you have problems you can't solve, you will likewise make yourself miserable. The secret source is in the solving of the problems, not in having the problems in the first place. It's amazing, man. And I was reading this, and it really ties in with a lot of stuff that we've talked about on air, Kath, about um, uh, failure is is actually is a good thing, as you learn from failure. Um, it talks about... Um, I, it's so hard to explain, and I, I haven't read it in its entirety, but man alive, the first two chapters, I'm sat there giggling like a loon. One, because it's written in a really funny way, uh, and two, because I'm going, well, this makes so much sense. Makes so much sense, the stuff. I'm so zen at the moment, and it's since I came out, right, as being bi, this whole thing that was driving my depression and driving my drug addiction and driving my shame has gone. Has gone. I'm talking to, to some people tomorrow about maybe making a documentary about it and stuff. It's gone. There are three people in my life that are really unhappy that I've said what I've said, and they are actually trying to make my life quite problematic. But for the most part, I've accepted that that's their problem. That's their problem. And, and that actually, they're punishing, they're trying to make my life hard, but, but they're not. They're making their own life difficult. And that's their problem. And it's really sad that it got to that, but I'm kind of okay with it, right? And the car crash and the whole dick pics, dick pic thing and the whole breakdown and all that came out on air. All of that stuff had to happen to get me here, man, where I'm happier than you ever seen me, right? Yeah. Which is partly why I wonder if the show's funny anymore, because I'm really happy about stuff. Um, and there's a few issues and things, but generally I'm happy. I'm happy and I'm, I'm f free of shame and self-loathing. Here's what I've noticed. You've yes. lost loads of weight. Yeah. You stand straighter. Yes. You just have this lightness about you that I've yeah. never known. When I first met you, I thought you were really nice, but I knew well. that there was something about you that I would... I knew that <clears throat> you were charming, um, but you would never... You were one of those people that I thought, I don't think I'll ever really know him properly. Yeah. Yeah. That's gone. It's gone. Uh, kind of the stuff I've been, the, the sex stuff, I haven't done anything like that for months and months and months. Everything is, everything is, you know, and I'm trying to clear my side of the street and make amends and stuff. Everything is gone, man. And part of it is this whole thing of, there are some things, the, the book isn't saying don't give an F about everything. There are some things that you, sh you should give an F about. But at the moment, today, at this precise second in time, there's nothing I need to give an F about. And it's, once you realise that, my God, the freedom, man. There have been numerous occasions in the last few weeks where you've said, oh, I think I feel happy. Yes. 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 I'm growing a moustache again. And last time I grew it, a load of people called me a nonce and then I was going to do some TV work and I got rid of it. And listen, my moustache might m look ridiculous. It might do. I've never done it really, so I want to try it and see what it looks like. It might look ridiculous. In whose mind? But it, well, exactly. It might look ridiculous to me. That's the only thing that matters, is if I look at it and go, ah, look silly, I'll get rid of it. But I, it would have really upset me that people online were calling me a nonce and all... But now I don't care. I don't care. I don't give an F about what someone on Twitter... You know, I don't give an F that someone uh, is, up, is, is telling me I should move to Africa because I, I said Boris Johnson was a racist. I don't care. I don't care. It's what I believe. It's what I'll say. It's fine, man. I need to read this. But if anyone's read it, uh, do give us a call. 0344 
499-1000. If anyone's read The Subtle Art of Not Giving an F, do let me know, because it, it, it's just so... Two chapters in, and I'm like, whoa, man, this is it. This is the answer to everything. And it kind of aligns with the sort of thing you've been talking about, you know, with your therapist Sizing and with, with me the therapy, and... with the therapy, with the, the serenity prayer, with the whole thing after the, of a, being in a car crash earlier this year as I was and holding a, a man's hand as he dies, you know, all, all of this stuff. It all ties, it all ties it reaching rock bottom. I nearly killed myself twice this year, guys. I nearly killed myself twice, maybe thrice, definitely twice. I nearly killed myself. Wow, imagine, imagine. But now I don't give an F. Sorry, that upsets you when I say that, Catherine. I don't, I don't mean to, but that's my truth. That's where I'm at. It doesn't upset me that you say it. It ups, it, it, I, it, it, um, I'm upset that you got to that point. Yeah. Three people who I was really close to at one point in my life now won't speak to me anymore because I came out and said oh, I'm bisexual and I was sexually abused as a child. That's 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 I mean, that's weird. Yeah. But that's their. But I don't think they listen to the entire story. No, no. But but they don't talk to me anymore. Okay, and it, it, one of them I was really close to, and um, it, it, I, I'm I'm kind of dealing with it, and I'm struggling with it. But if this had, if this had happened a year ago, I'd be distraught and going, God, but I need to email them and write. And I, I have emailed them, and I've tried to reach out, and they've not replied. Kind of don't give an f at this precise moment in time. I might do tomorrow because this is quite a big one. But to, right now, I don't give an F. It doesn't have a, such a direct impact on my life. No, because... Showing them for what they are. Oh, exactly, right. And you're keeping your side of the street clean. Yeah. Wait for them to come round or not come round. You can't control their behaviour. No. 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 But I do think it's sad that that's what they took from the conversation. Oh, I think it's really sad. I think it's really sad. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. We've got Ibby, we've got Alistair, we've got George. We might have you, dear listener. This is the Late Night Alternative Weeknights from 10 with Ian and Kath on Talk Radio. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. This is Talk Radio. The Wild Man of Late Night Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. 
0344 Some show tonight, man. This has been all over the place. I love it. We've had um, old-fashioned showbiz. We've had self... Uh, doubt and and we've had a bit of a laugh and now we've got Ibby on the line. Good evening, Ibby. Hi, mate. Hello. What? What? Hello. Hi, what's Ibby. that? What's that bing bongy noise in the background? You don't even. Uh, if somebody at the door. Someone's at the door at half past twelve. What are you? A, a drug dealer? No, I'm not a drug dealer. Uh, my name's Tad, by the way, not Ibby. Why did you say Ibby on my screen? I don't know. Why did you that give the name Ibby to my the person who answered the phone, Amy? I didn't. I didn't. Well, well why would she type the word Ibby on the screen? Uh, why are we arguing about this? Why are you on speakerphone? <laughs> All right. I'll just take you off speakerphone. No, because you're still on speakerphone. I'm not on speakerphone. Yes, you are. Why are you? Why are you just arguing with me? Why did you <laughs> give it? Why did you give it? Why did you give a different name to Amy? I didn't. Who's Amy? Thanks very much for your call. Let's go to Alistair. Good evening, Alistair. Here's the thing, right? I work with Amy on a regular basis. I trust you implicitly. There are only three of us here. It doesn't go through a massive workforce. We talk to each other. I trust you implicitly. So if you're going to phone up, don't say, I do, what are you talking about? I didn't say that. I trust her more than most people that sit behind that. Her and Sam, you and Sam, I trust you implicitly. Parrick. I like Parrick. Uh, I like Parrick as well. Uh, but it's Porrick. It's not. He said Porrick. Well, it says Parrick. He so pronounces it, it Porrick. So, actually, I well, trust Porrick. Well, we call him and see who he comes to. I trust that lad that we don't like more than I trust you. Oh. Um, but don't, don't lie. If, you, if, you, if that's the name you gave, then stick with it. Why is she... Imagine if Amy just, just, just one day got really annoyed. He's like, I'm going to change all the names just to mess him up. If everyone came on and went... That's not my name. Let's go to Steve. My name's, my name's Dave. If everyone came okay, on, then maybe. There's your idea for tomorrow's show. <laughs> Don't give Amy ideas. Changing all the names. Good evening, Alistair. Oh, evening, sir. That would have been your perfect opportunity to go, my name's Alistair, I'm Tony. <laughs> well, actually, I do need to apologise to Amy, because I called her Hayley. So I'll do apologise, Amy. Oh, going on in Oh, my God. Well, I've, got, I've, I've got a book recommendation for you. Yeah, I go on. mentioned that other book. Let's have it. It's actually um, great for me because it's only a slim volume. Is it Fifty Shades of Grey? No. Oh, that's crap. No, it's but uh, cool. we know that Alistair's discovering his um, BDSM oh, side. Good for him. Well done. Um, it's sort of similar to what you described, but, and it's called... The situation is hopeless, but not serious. Oh! The pursuit of unhappiness. Yeah. By Paul Watts Lowick, and what it is, Paul Watts Lowick is a psychologist, and he talks about the fact that basically we make our lives unhappy ourselves yeah. by getting uh, dragged into um, uh, and wrapped up in and knots in our own problems rather than kind of. Um, uh, I mean, it's a long time since I read it, but basically... <laughs> it's hard to explain these books. Yeah. It's basically saying that that you don't have to worry about the things that you worry about. Yes. Because you make yourselves unhappy. In yep. fact, try not to worry and then you'll be fine. <laughs> that, that's I know, and it's, it. it's, it sounds easy, and it's yeah. kind of like a little trick. And once you get yeah. that these books do sound similar theme, once you get the trick... You could do it. It's like it's like learning to meditate. Learning to meditate is 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 like really tricky to yeah. learn to meditate, and then one day I you mean, just go, "Oh, I'm meditating." 
It's, it's a very funny book as well, because you actually recognise yourself while you're reading it, what you do, and you actually start... I laughed out loud throughout, which is rare for me, as you probably know. Who is will get so. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, he laughed out loud, you see? <laughs> <laughs> it was nice talking to Kath last week, by the way. Yeah, and, uh, uh, what, you say you want me to shut up? And you want to, you want no, to speak to Kath no. again? <laughs> I heard, I heard some of your calls. I listened to, um, I can never listen to the show when I'm not here. It was the first yeah. time I'd listened to more than five minutes uh, a, 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 of a show when I was well. I, listened, I fell asleep listening to it every night. It was great. It was good. What a joy, right, Alistair? What a privilege. Being uh, in a beautiful country with my two boys, just the three mm. of us, having, uh, you know, laughing and farting and getting ready for bed and then um, lying on their bed and listening to my best mate excel at doing a radio show. Don't bite your nails, please, Catherine. It's broken. Well, it's really bloody hurting. I was, was uh, on the phone the other day, Alistair, and I was picking a nail on my foot, right? A toenail, <laughs> I believe they're called. Because I don't do them very often. It's very satisfying oh, to get a big no. old chunk. But then I, I, I virtually, I looked down and, and my toenail, is the one next to the big toe, was bleeding. And I'd almost ripped the toenail off. Incredible scenes. What time to be alive? Things. I have a lot of dead skin on my feet. Oh, beautiful. Oh, charming picture you two paint. And you can't get those um, AIDS, the fish with AIDS anymore to um, <laughs> bite it off, can they? Nibble it. They stopped it because people were getting AIDS because of the really? fish. Yeah. Oh, the fish were getting AIDS. No. So, the, the, you know the fish where you put your feet in the bowl and they eat all the dead skin? Like, loads of people, I think, were getting AIDS because someone really? with AIDS would have their feet eaten by the fish. The fish would get AIDS and then pass it on to I everyone. I think it was AIDS. I think it was like Verrucas. You can think that, Catherine, but I'm telling you, it was AIDS. <laughs> anyway, I've broken me bird, but it's still the finger still works. Okay, you've broken your me bird nail. You know, on my um, swearing finger. Oh, right. overuse. Um, oh, and one last thing. In you know, you're talking about horror films. You say one last thing as though we've we've done anything. I don't think we've done any things in this like conversation. Have we? Say, I'll let you go in a minute. That, like, no, I'm, I'm enjoying this. I mentioned that book. Oh, you did. You did. Yeah. Have, you, you're right. You you did have a point. I I um, didn't have any points. I remember. This is, this is a second one. Go on. Um, can I just say, I mean, Alistair? Can I just say? Yeah. What a nice man you are when you're sober. Yeah. What a nice, interesting, oh, thanks, charming, friendly man you are, and the fact that we're having a little Josh here and uh, what a difference! What a difference! You should be really proud of yourself. Anyway, go on. Uh, thanks, mate. Well, the thing is, I read about this film. It's, it's a recent horror film that was in the cinemas recently. Yes. And it said it was, like, very weird, yeah. but very scary. Don't tell me it's the Nicolas Cage film where he takes acid. No, that's horrible. I've seen that. It's rubbish. Yeah, yeah it's rubbish. Um, it was it's cat, called yeah. Summertime. Oh, oh summertime. Summer, summertime. I wondered if you'd seen it. No. Was it called Midsummer? Midsummer time. Oh, Midsummer time. Yes. Midsummer murders. <laughs> we saw the trailer for it. It looked good. Then I saw it had mixed reviews. Yeah, I probably read a good one. It says it's very uneven the film. Okay. Um, but uh, that some of the some of the moments in it are kind of like you've never seen before, sort of thing. Yeah. So I just kind of wondered if you'd seen it. No. I... No. I wonder if Spoiler um, Keith's seen it. <laughs> now, 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 Kath, I won't spoil it, but they all die at the end. <laughs> <laughs> and the murderer's the policeman. Uh, get Out is quite a good I film, beg your pardon, Alistair, how dare you speak get to us? Like, get Out is great. Have you seen the unofficial sequel to it, Us? 
Not yet. Is that good? Oh, that is... I, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed Us a lot. I thought that was great. That it's was a good film. Doppelgangers. It's about... Uh, do no, you don't know what it's about. Uh, now, I don't... I won't spoil it, but it's about doppelgangers. <laughs> uh, and there's a big twist at the end. I won't spoil it, but everybody's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Go and watch Us. It's, uh, it's the same. Is it Jordan Peele? Is that the gentleman's name yeah. that wrote and directed? Yeah. It's the same. And he, yeah. he's, he's obviously just, just one of the most talented people yeah. out there at the moment he making needs movies. He a letter right known to his mum. He but... does. But, uh, and it's got Tim Heidecker in, who's one of my favourite comedians. And it's nice seeing him do a straight role as well. It was, uh, I really oh, enjoyed right. it. Anyway, by the way, you've got to get a new contract, Ian. Sorry? Because we need more shows like yours. Correct. Because I'm worried about the rise of right-wing comedians. I couldn't name you a right-wing comedian. Jim Davidson. There was a, mm. there was a, a documentary about some guy, Mark somebody or other. Oh, it was a piece on, on BBC Two Newsnight and I, I turned it off because it was very, very offensive. I don't mind... Well, listen, I don't mind right-wing comedians in the way I don't mind left-wing comedians, as long as they're not making, you know, jokes, racist and misogy misogynistic and jokes like that. I don't mind humour no, coming from a right-wing perspective. Yeah. No, it wasn't like that. It was kind of more, more subtle, and I suppose that's my deficit, that I don't listen to things which I don't possibly agree with. Yeah. Um, but most but, people are uh, like that, I think. Yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. they're not. Must be anyway, scumbags. I'm, I'm surprised that you didn't um, toss anything into the Trevi Fountain, by the way, when you were there. I didn't. I, 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 I didn't go bother finding <laughs> it. I saw a few fountains. I saw where you were staying on the map. Yeah. You were right around the corner from it. I didn't didn't care. Tell you what we did see. We went to this square one night, Alistair. Oh. And um, it's like buskers and food and stuff. And we were really tired because we it was hot and we'd had a long day. But we sort of walked through there with the boys because they like seeing a bit of street theatre. And we saw this thing. And How my old are you now? Seven and nine, yeah. right? All right. And we saw this lad on the floor, and my boys were hypnotised by it. So it was this artist, and he had he was putting on a real show. So he was on the floor, and he was doing spray cans. He had these, and he'd get a spray can out of this, this holder, and he'd, like, spin yeah. it in his hand, and, and he had some... Um, uh, stencils, like a stencil of the, um, the Colosseum and stuff. And he'd spray paint over the stencil, then lift it up. And that, and he painted with these spray cans. He painted the most insane, it took him six, seven minutes each, psychedelic pictures of the Colosseum with this amazing detail in the sky. And there might be a planet. And one of the ones he, we saw him do three planets and, it was incredible. And my boys were just stood there, open-mouthed, right? And this is normally the kind of stuff you'd watch it and go... And we put, we put I think, five euros in his pot because it was the boys were loving it. I thought, if they're entertained, I'll put five euros in. And then they said, oh, could we get one? And I said... Uh, oh. And normally I'd go... But they were so blown away, I went, yeah, do you want to get one each? And they went, yeah, 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 yeah. And the youngest went, I'll have the first one. So I went up to the lad and said, could you do two for us? And he went, yeah, of course. And he did it. And we sat on the street for 20 minutes and we watched this guy. And my eldest kept saying, I can't believe I'm watching him do this. I, I can't believe I'm seeing oh, him do this. Really? And the, the, um, it was 10 euros each, 20 quid for these two bits of art. And I said to them, this is art. They're really, really well done, right? Not my cup of tea, but really well done. 
and they saw him do it, and he took so much care, and he was showing them to the boys, and he said, what colour do you want them? And, uh, and, and just, when we got home, my eldest couldn't stop talking. He said, I can't believe what I've just seen. I've, and he's never, Alistair, he's never been touched by anything like that, by seeing someone create in front of him, and it's never had that much of an emotional impact on him. And I could That's see right. him get so inspired by it. And I said, well, that is great. Now, you've seen that. You've got a picture. It's a bit of art. If you want to get it framed, we'll do it. You've got a story to that. Now, now you be inspired and take from that what stuff that you can do or see how it makes you feel or see what it makes you think. Or, and I'm not saying go out and paint, but it might make you want to create something because you've seen Ooh. someone who's brilliant doing it. It was such a lovely moment. And he kept saying, wow, that, man, that guy should be a professional artist. That was incredible. I, did I send you a picture of the pics, Kath? No, you told me about o it. On Friday, when I go over, I'll take a picture. It was always spray cans. It was incredible. So, um, so we didn't go to the Trevi or any of that crap, but we watched the kids, um, we got high on spray paint and we watched the kid make <laughs> some paintings and that was it for me. That's brilliant. I was interested to hear that you said that you didn't like him. I went to Florence uh, many years ago, and that was absolutely superb. Yes, beautiful. Although I did get food poisoning when I was there, and had to spend two days in bed yeah, next yeah. to the toilet. That, that, next to the toilet. Well, that's tomorrow's show. Uh, what countries? <laughs> we're going to. What countries did you get food poisoning in? Let me throw India into the hat, Catherine. Cuba on honeymoon. I had. Uh, I was on honeymoon as well. for about two weeks, but I still managed to put on a stone. I was. Mine was in India on honeymoon, and it was the only the second time I'd w ever watched an episode of Friends on Star TV, and it was the same episode that I'd seen about six years before. Tomorrow's phone in is we're going to draw up a league table of of the shittiest places in the world. <laughs> Where did you get an upset? stomach tomorrow on talk radio that's what we're doing thank you alistair we've got jack we've got steve we've got george this is talk radio the wild man of late night radio the late night alternative with ian lee on talk radio hey it's danny pellegrino from everything iconic ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget check out quince they've got all the good stuff shirts and polos activewear and fine leather goods all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.